HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Program has been brought to you by Koshan 555. On January 23rd in New York, Koshan 555 kicks off its 10-city national culinary competition promoting heritage breed pigs and breed diversity. The tasting event will challenge five chefs, including Brad Farmery, Peter Hoffman, Bill Telepan, George Mendez, and Sean Rembold, to prepare a menu created from five heritage breed pigs nose to tail. Pig-loving Epicureans will have a chance to sample these dishes along with wines from five different small wineries, as well as the opportunity to help select the king or queen of pork. In addition, guests will be treated to whole pig breakdown demonstrations, followed by a whole roasted heritage breed pig and dessert. General admission tickets start at $125 per person and are available at www.koshan555.com. That's www.cochon555.com. Hey, hey, it's uh, Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and this is Heritage Radio Network. And we're at Roberta's Pizza right now um, on a frigid uh, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I hope everyone has a nice day off, or if not, they're enjoying the spirit of, of the, the late reverend in some way. Um, so we have a special guest who's crawling on the table right now. It's Meatball. He's a dog here. Um, that dog happens to belong to Chris, one of the owners of Roberta's. That was off topic, but actually it was more on topic because we're going to talk about beef jerky, all sorts of jerky. And the jerky takedown. It's actually called the world's biggest jerk off. Okay. And it's going to be a sensational uh, melange of 20 or 30 different uh, beef jerkies. Oh, and I'm Matt Timms. Sorry, I didn't introduce myself. Thanks for having me on, Kathy. Sure. Thanks for coming. And uh, Matt Timms is the founder, creator, commentator of the chili takedown, which has evolved into bacon takedowns, cookie takedowns, jerk takedowns now. Yeah. Yeah. So many different varieties. So many yeah, they've been going for eight years now. In Get 2011. Seriously. It's been going forever. And um, but they started in my living room. They were just <laughs> tiny little stupid, you know, stonerish parties. And nobody cared. That nobody cared about, except my best friends in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. And, and I would cook for them, and then they started cooking for me, and then I brought it to a bar, and then the bar got bigger, and I needed a bigger space, and then, wow, it just kind of 
steamrolled into what it is now. It's steamrolled into the bell house? That's yeah, the bell house. Okay. That's, you know, it's a good 300, 400 capacity space. It's beautiful. And it's a great space in Gowanus. Yeah. You've been there, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You did your book opening party I there. I did, I did. Um, that's going to be next Sunday, so please come on down. I'm going to try to make a jerky of some sort. And uh, so are a lot of folks for the first time as well, I'm sure. Yo, and Kathy is pretty much the reason um, I got big because Kathy's website is because I fed you much lots of food. No, <laughs> no, because you publicized my events in the first place. I mean, it was the only way I was getting the word out to all the uh, Thanks, local dude. food experts. All my pleasure. So, so there was an article that came out. I think almost two years ago now. Um, in last uh, spring of you know '09, that was in the New York Times and it was like cook-off fever. Uh, d- you know, competitive cooking is taking off in New York City, and we were mentioned in it, interviewed, followed for it <laughs> for a week, or, and um, and so were Nick Suarez, uh, Theo Peck, and some other folks who have taken on this passion for cooking off at things like Matt's events and started hosting their own. Um, it's still is it still as much of a trend as it was then, or has it gone crazy? Or I don't think it's a trend anymore. I think it's safe to call it a, an established fact that that Brooklyn is 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 it's become a bit of a of a, of a nice Brooklyn monolith. I yeah. mean, it's 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 become something something that's here to stay. They always said, uh, remember when they said a bacon would jump the shark, and people, yeah. would, um, and cupcakes. that became yeah. yeah, bacon cupcakes, bacon chapstick, bacon blech. <laughs> I, I did this bacon event just as people were saying, wow, this is at the crest of, of bacon's popularity. And bacon hasn't gone anywhere. I'm still doing bacon events, and bacon hasn't jumped a shark. It's like plateaued. And so is the takedown. Yeah. So is the concept of these food events. Because in my mind, they're like, they're just parties. Now, you are, you've become something of an ambassador of cook-offs, too, because you've been traveling across the country throwing bacon takedowns, chili takedowns. Any other goat takedowns, lamb takedowns? Oh, goat takedown would be good. Oh, sorry. Liver takedown would be great. Chop liver. I mean, I love liver. There's a lot of takedowns. Like this jerky takedown mm-hmm. may not be popular, and I really don't care because it's going to be amazing. How can well, it not be amazing? It's yeah, jerky. What? I love jerky. No, well, okay. A lot of people seem to think it's jerk chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> hear that around. Well, maybe they'll come Oops. and be, uh, you know... <laughs> Surprise! You know what? Maybe I'll make a jerk-flavored jerky. Dude, that's a great idea. Okay. Like a Jamaican jerky. Yeah. Oh, that's a brilliant Yummy. idea. Yummy. Allspice. Yummers. Okay. Scotch I mean, bonnets? Well, scotch bonnets is great. If you can make it spicier, mm-hmm. the better, in my opinion. All right. But sorry, I didn't answer your question about Oh, yeah. Why did you... Oh, oh, sorry. Traveling around. Yeah. yeah How I mean, is I, that I did, going? It's going great. I'm doing a six-city tour uh, with Hormel. Uh, around the country with bacon using, you know, their... their Buying my so way by the town. virtue of a sponsor, you get to travel. Yeah, and, and the lamb board. Throat. I'm going to do a lamb takedown okay. series in three cities around the country, and then I'm going to do my unsponsored events here in New York and and in Boston. Sweet. And how have people in other cities taken to it? Like, what's the most takeoff crazed city right now aside from Brooklyn? Well, you gotta figure San Francisco. Or is there a more t- crazed one than Brooklyn? No, no? I don't think anything's okay. going to beat. At least <laughs> in in the first place. Like I was new to all these cities in the first yeah. place, but then. Uh, it wasn't hard to sell out in San Francisco because those people are so serious about food and cooking and, you know, all the isms that go with the latest crazes in cooking, like locavores and 
uh, so takeoff you know, isn't or sustainability. Cook-off, and, that's a thing there. Huh. So it, I don't know if it, that's necessarily a thing. Although you have a friend who's been running a cookoff. Yeah, the SF Food Wars. Gina right, Chiro. the SF Food Wars. So I mean, it's happening around the country these days, and so they're not unfamiliar out there. Hmm, you, so you never rolled into town. You're like, hey, and then <laughs> nobody showed up. No, no, no. I've, that's, that's yet to happen. <laughs> New Orleans was a little funny because New Orleans is a funny town. They're a bit. Um, don't they have a lot of cook-offs of their own? Like No, they no? don't. Oh. They're just so serious about their food, though. Like, you, you eat a muffalata mm-hmm. um, out there. Like, they're, they're, the food is fairly religious out a there, and it's cooked was, by New Orleansers. Yeah. So if I show up, they're going to think that I'm some sort of interloper, and I'm not. I only oh. use local people. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's all about local food, local yeah. cooking. So you choose a, a dish that they like, and... I just choose cooks that are local, and, okay. and oh, uh, the dish can be whatever. If it's a bacon dish, they can make whatever they want. I don't care. I'll give them the bacon. What's the What's the strangest um, experience at one of these other cities that you've been to? Strangest food dish, maybe, somebody made. Oh, okay. Uh, the strangest food? Buh. You know what the weird thing is? Is that I don't usually... I bring Tupperware to these things because I don't get to eat the food. Because <laughs> if I did eat 20 or 30 bites of something, I'd probably fall asleep. And I can't be doing that. I have to be like well, a that's laser what we beam. we all do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's fun. And then and I try and party later. And that's why I bring the Tupperware. Because I, I have to be on point. You know, I'm running around like a fool. <laughs> you can't have to. your mouth on flames with, like, fiery chili. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Okay. Um, changing topics a little bit. We got kid sister Zoe here. <laughs> yeah, this is my sister. <laughs> <Best> Sorry. <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. So Zoe uh, helps out at these takedowns, but in her um, real life uh, or job, she is the director. I'm the direct, founding director. Founding director of the Women's Education Project. Yeah. And that's no joke. It's a, <laughs> it's a nonprofit organization um, that hoists uh, an education project in India. Uh, do you want to talk more about it? Yeah, I, um, I was living in India for about five years, and I started this organization to help women who are from poor backgrounds to go to college. So they're basically women from who are living in slum areas, but they have ideas of becoming a teacher or a healthcare worker or a lawyer, but poverty really traps them down. Mm-hmm. So we've started centers in Madurai, Tamil Nadu and Hyderabad, Andhra Pradesh to help these young women to get financial support, but also academic support and social support so that when they go to college, they're prepared and they can do well and they can graduate and they can start careers. Wow. Yeah, we're womenseducationproject.org. So you started, you created these centers yeah and we have um so we have two and we're helping about just under 100 students and we are launching our third center in hyderabad this year and our fourth center in bangalore by the december 2011 we're gonna have four centers Ah, in india i know it's exciting congratulations yeah how long ago did you start it um, officially in 2002, but if you look at officially, it's like me in a really small room with five students teaching English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, as I lived there for a while, I hi- hired a local director to run the center in 2005, and I moved back here in about 2006. Wow. So it's kind of it's just Thank taking you. off That's, right now. It's awesome. It's fun. And it's for women because that they have less um, opportunities. It's they less- do. If you're in a family with. Um, the parents would probably give any money that they do have for education to the brothers and not to the to the girls and so they're really looked over Hmm. um but it's amazing what a very little amount will do we support one student with 250 dollars 
um, for a year, and that means going to college, um, going to our centers in the evenings where we have a library and a computer lab. And in your vein, we um, have kitchen gardens. We're training them on kitchen gardens, so they're learning not just about like how to succeed in college, but also how to um, take care of themselves um, with nutrition. Yeah, so you don't lose that. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of uh, 20 of our students in Hyderabad who are in the um, rural areas all have kitchen gardens on their roofs, and, and they're so excited about growing it. They're You're like competing kidding. with each other to grow kitchen it's gardens. It's like the Alice Waters of uh, <laughs> India. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Well, wow. I, I, you know, it's when you think of two hundred fifty dollars and uh how you know we spend that on dinner or something or making jerky <laughs> <laughs> well we're also sponsored by the chili takedown yeah. sometimes as well yeah <laughs> i helped out i help out two events 10 percent went to wp remember there was a fun curry takedown that we did uh, to benefit the women's education project yeah, yeah that was, was great. really good really really fun oh as soon delicious. as i'm a millionaire i'm gonna i can raise more money mm-hmm. but i'm doing a little pretty good job now yeah, doing what I can, but I mean, she's making tons of more money. Fundraising. Yeah, we're just she's starting to get the word out. It's really exciting. Oh yeah, Do yeah. You people have are any, uh, I don't know, charitable uh, fundraising events or we have yeah February 11th at Culture Fix, which is in the East Village. Um, we have I think it's on Clinton Street. February 11th, we have a Bhangra night, and so it's going to be Bhangra dancing, which is like really high energy Indian dancing. That's the movie dancing. Like yeah. Bollywood? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bollywood movie dancing. Yeah, kind of. Oh, and now it's like, I want to listen really to Disco Bangla. You know that song? Oh, no. So <laughs> From the movie? Yeah. From the, the I don't movie? know why I know that, but I, I just... I've what, Monsoon Wedding? No. I think it was called Disco Bangla. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a party. <laughs> but they teach you how to bangra, aren't they? Yeah, I think we're going to get the Jane Fonda of India to be at our party. <gasps> we're working on it. And Serena Jane. And um, she makes the party really fun. She's going to get it to be good. Wow. Uh, he knows. She knows a, um, a, a Bollywood movie star. I do. So you hang out with the movie stars in uh, yep. India. <laughs> yeah, it means nothing out here. You walk down the street and he's That's he's not true nobody. anymore. Oh, really? Oh, for him. Yeah, he's walking down the street in New York. Nobody knows him out there. They lose their brains. But then if he goes to Jackson Heights, people are like, oh, my God, uh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. That's, that should be really fun. I'm going to mark my calendar. Um, we have a fun song that we just found. It's uh, called something jerk. Anyway, it's really fun. It's uh, apropos. Yeah, let's check it out. We'll be right back. You're a jerk. 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 Shoes at first. 
I said it's only a concern And she yelled So I walked out the door Called DJ Told him it's a function He said I'm on my way We put up to the party I took off my shirt and Got geeked up Everybody jerking We was checking to the right all right thank you jack for putting on that song for us in honor of the jerky takedown coming up next sunday that's world's ho- biggest jerk off that's hosted by matt timms who's here and uh zoe timms is also here and she'll be there at the jerky takedown you should check it out how much yeah, is it ten dollars ten dollars to get in so it's barely anything to stuff yourself with tons of jerky 30 different cooks jerking off <laughs> 30 different meats. <laughs> and you're going to have um, some prof- professional uh, uh, chefs also making oh, things got, on the we've side. We've got restaurants like uh, Rub and then Rachel Graville's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerald's Jerky. Runs, runs Gerald's Jerky. Myland, She's going to be a judge. Marland. Myland. No. Oh, Myland. No, I oh. didn't mention them, but if they have jerky, I should invite them. I'll oh, call them up. Sorry, I've, I misremembered. But uh, Rub, um, <laughs> the, you know, anybody. Oh, uh, what, what are they? Bam. 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 Bam Romero's jerky. Bam yeah. Romero. yeah, that dude is coming. Where is jerky? I mean, so New York doesn't really have much of a jerky tradition. It seems like something you'd get at a convenience store out in the sticks. All I know is last year there was like this huge thing in New York Magazine that it was trending super oh. hard. Maybe it stopped trending, <laughs> but the only thing that's I can definitely count on is that there is a good group of people who love that stuff. Yeah. Well, there's also, a tr- it doesn't seem like uh, something a lot of people here make at home, and I've never tried it. So I think that's a challenge. I just started I making it. I think that's it. fun. I mean, I thought you right? needed a dehydrator to make it, and you don't. You just need an oven so that you're just, cooks super low. Okay. And dehydrators are just little warmers. Do I need a meat slicer or just... Do it as thin as I can. Do it as thin as you can. And if you don't have a meat slicer, do you have a meat slicer? Can no. Yeah, who does? So I, I, the only solution I came up with that for that was to, uh, you know, kind of half freeze the meat. I don't know if that's cheating or, or a very uncool thing to do. But if, you, if the meat is half frozen, it's so easy to slice it. Mm-hmm. You can grab it and grapple with it and, and okay. slice it as thin and as you want. That's a good idea. I'll try to do that, that half frozen. That's a smart idea. I mean, the way I see it, if, if like, you know, this is one of the most primitive foods ever. It's yeah. preserving meat because you have, you killed a whole cow and you, you got to save it. And if mountain men and Eskimos and, oh, sorry, uh, anyway. Arr, what? Anyway, what? if all sorts <laughs> of people throughout time uh, have been doing it. Let's give it a try. Wait a minute. I just had Inuit um, salmon jerky. And when I worked in Alaska, like, well, 12 years ago. But whatever. It was amazing. Salmon jerky. That sounds good. It was delish. And they they, they, they smoked it outside. It was just dangling outside their shacks. And, um, you know, I was just grating salmon all day. And we'd come back. And every now and then, you'd make friends with an Eskimo. And he'd be way into... You know, being super nice and give you some, <laughs> and it was ridiculously yummy. In Wisconsin, that I had um, venison jerky. My my friend's brother um, shot, a deer. shot a deer and made venison jerky. Yeah, there's a, a woman's coming who's going to bring uh, venison. She's bringing a whole haunch of venison, and she's going to debone it and teach everyone how to debone it uh, there at the event. That's great. And she killed the deer herself. So that's awesome. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I killed a deer two years ago. <laughs> And some quails and chickens, remember oh, that? Always. Well, yeah, yeah constantly. <laughs> chickens. When are you killing chickens? Well, I'm going hunting this February. Never killed a chicken. <laughs> and I would never do that, especially in front of Kathy Irway, who owns chickens. <laughs> I love chickens. We love chickens. Do you have names um, for your chickens, by the way? I do. 
There's Yoko, Maymay, and Beaker. <laughs> <laughs> In India, uh, my friend's family had Cleopatra and Jesus. <laughs> chickens are As smart. Chickens, they are. <laughs> yeah, they, they are smart. They're very social creatures. They, they get along. That's what I heard. They're smarter than dogs. Am I wrong? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they'll come when you call, and they're friendly, and I heard they nuzzle, and maybe I'm wrong. I've never owned a chicken. I don't know. I thought they they're, nuzzled. They're not that cuddly. Yeah. No. They don't anyway. appear cuddly. I thought we were, I was going to be pleasantly surprised. Maybe they will be with you. I doubt it. Yeah. Those dogs. Where did our dog go? Oh, Meatball left. Oh. <laughs> anyway. You're so. just hanging out there in the chair being cool. <laughs> um, so you've been recently playing around with making jerky, correct? Yeah. Um, what is your favorite meal to make just... For yourself, though, would it still be chili? Because I know you have strong attachment to chili. I mean, I guess I, I've, I've grown since then. <laughs> I don't have a favorite dish anymore, but I like to think that I can improvise a lot more than I used to in the kitchen. Okay. Um, because that just takes, you know. But I mean, that was the great thing about chili is that it was something that you could make when you were starving, and you could make a lot of it, and you could get snobbish about it for no other reason than other people have serious opinions about it. Why not have your own? Make some crazy stuff. It gets better in the kitchen as the flavors wed. It's just make a big pot of something. Mm-hmm. That's always fun for everybody. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it could lead to a party or it could lead to you actually eating food for a week, which is nice mm-hmm. if you're starving in New York. I'm not really starving in New York anymore, so I like to... I don't know. <laughs> I've been adding started. some pounds. I've been, <laughs> I've been eating out a lot, which is so uncool. You know we're not supposed to eat out. No, you're not supposed okay, to eat Okay, okay. Well, no, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna I have, I've gone through a couple weeks of eating out, and it ain't cool. All right. Well, what's your favorite? Okay, so say you're going on a romantic date meal. Do you have any suggestions on uh, the perfect date meal? I don't know. I to mean, really to really get in the mood. To get her in the mood? Yeah. It's probably best to. Uh, I don't think about food ever when I think about getting someone in the mood. I think about booze. <laughs> ah. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't, but like, I don't know, the whole concept of eating food in front of a person that you are getting to know. That's I mean, what if something gets in your teeth? I mean, what, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not the guy to ask about this because I'm so paranoid about that. Well, it seems that everyone eats together for like first, you know, getting to know you. I love occasions. gathering people together that I already know and I could give a crap what they think how I'm eating and I can push it through my face and talk about stuff I think yeah food is about getting people together and partying okay. and hanging out but if I'm getting to know someone I don't want to be like having I don't want barbecue sauce all over my face <laughs> so Matt's date meal is nothing I broke up I did break up with a girl while oh. eating chicken wings at a restaurant. It was the worst. <laughs> it was covered in sauce and explaining to her how this isn't going to work out. And she's just looking at me like, yeah, I don't think it's going to work out either. You look disgusting. It's part of the reason That's why okay. I, don't, I don't do that. <laughs> Best breakup meal. Yeah, maybe you should break up when you're on a, on a food date. Oh, food date. That's a good breakup thing to do. Buffalo wings. <laughs> I'll remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe, how about you? Do you get in the kitchen much, cook? Um... I kind of uh, survival food right now and just find food where I can. But um, so yeah, you're a nonprofit. A huge, yeah, <laughs> nonprofit. Um, yeah, I'm getting into soup. Is that mm-hmm. what I want to do? Cool. I just soup. made a yellow uh, lentil soup the other day. That was good. Yellow lentil, yum. Is there any um, things that you would particularly find date worthy? Date worthy? Either to cook or to order out. Um, I just had dumplings last night. That was fun. Oh. Yo, you know what you should talk about? You should talk about Indian food. 
Because I visited her once in India and had the best meal of my life out there. And nice. it was only because Zoe took me out to a woman's village, or the village that this woman lived in where she grew up in, and met this old, like, 100,000-year-old woman who cooked for us and made us this eggplant dish that yeah. I'm never going to forget. Ooh. My friend's um, grandmother. My friend's mother. But it's really cool there because you will go to, like, a village and they'll sometimes will put, like, a banana leaf down mm-hmm. and give you a huge, huge pile of rice, like massive pile of rice. Um, and then there's like a whole order of how you eat, but like you Whoa. learn how to eat with your right hand only. Yeah, um, you know what you do with your left hand. And just gorge yourself. What do you do with your left hand? You wipe your butt with it. Right, so? That's true. So yeah, you can't <laughs> use the same hand to eat with. Right. Right. You or can't even hands, give, give money, money, nothing. All right hand. Oh. All okay. right-handed. <laughs> it's a bummer if you're left-handed. It's actually a much cleaner process than what we do here, if you want to know the truth. Well, yeah, I, I never pay attention around. to I don't know. I don't want to think about that. I, I want a food show. What the left-handed yeah. people do? <laughs> what do left-handed people do in There's India? There's no left-handed. There's no what? left-handed people you, in India? You train to use your right. That's effed. <laughs> Are you left-handed? No. Someone we know is, and that's not cool. Because left-handed people are, aren't they smarter? I know, they're, they're kind of righteous, they too. They're like, we're allowed to use our left hand. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> what? I'm glad we live in a country where we don't have to, we can wipe with either hand. We can do whatever we want. Um, I'm glad that we don't have to, like, be reminded about that every time we, we like, you know, eat. I just, I don't know. Unless don't I'm know. around, apparently. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. <laughs> I don't think so think so what it. do you do with the banana leaf? I'm trying to figure out. Um, is you, that just the plate? Or? Yeah, it's the actual okay. plate. And there's also, there's a way of, um, if you enjoyed the meal, I think you fold it towards yourself when you're done. And if you didn't like the meal, you fold oh. it away from yourself. Oh. Why would you ever do this? that? Well, you never do. You never do. Okay. <laughs> Unless you're like a tourist. What if you just don't fold it? Then you're an idiot. Somebody will fold it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait it on there. So you got to finish everything though, too. Yeah, you do. I've eaten, I've been fed so much there that I've literally cried. Like I wanted to just, I mean, they just keep giving you more and more food and it's amazing. But then you really get. It's like a Chinese mother thing. It really is, yeah. Eat (laughs) food now. And if you don't eat, isn't it some sort of. um, Slight against the family, or mm, not really. I think it I would. I well, think, no. Know, I mean, they really like to see you eat. And I think eat that well. should be the way in every every custom and every restaurant. I hate it when I see people don't finishing, not finishing their meals. I mean, I can understand if I don't know, you don't like it. It's too much. I'm getting fat because of attitudes like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm fatter than you saw me last, aren't I? No, you're not. Aw. I can't I tell you're wearing so a huge that. Brooklyn sweatshirt. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. It's a cold day out there. <laughs> um, so what was the eggplant dish? I keep wondering. What Was it chopped oh, up? Was it like it all mushy? Was it like a baba ganoush? No. Spicy? It was, they were, ha- there were little, the little It Indian was little, eggplants. little eggplants. They were, they were so they're unbelievably oh, flavorful. Three yeah, inches across. So they were halved and then they were laid out and they were simmering in, in this sort of. Definitely cooked in lots of oil. Tons of oil, and it wasn't a, like a tandoori sauce or something like you'd expect in you know Indian food in the in the I northern just, Indian restaurants. We were in the south of India. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really spicy, but very, I don't very remember because it's like it Andhra Pradesh has lots of spice there. It was super subtle. It was brilliant. I just um, took two kg back of turmeric. 
that is sitting in my cabinet. If anybody wants to, oh, I would love please to contact me. <laughs> I would love some. Oh, really? You know, turmeric is some. one of those things that, like, a lot of people will have in their cabinets and they'll break it out once a year to make curry or something. But it really doesn't stay powerful and flavorful after is, a while. This was fresh. made. You gotta have it fresh. Yeah, it's extremely fresh. Really, really good. Or else it tastes I'll like nothing. It's just yellow. You can put it all over your face too. Yeah, and it gets all over your lips and your like yellow mouth. No, but what what is it about it that that There's Indian some, women put uh, it all over their face? They smear oh, really? it all, and they use these the, yellow women. It's what? A, um, it's a paste that you put on your face because it's cleansing, so it gets rid of your pimples and things like that, and um, and also on your hands. You can see some on your hands as well. So. Once oh. in a while, it's a little bit surprising. It's it nasty <laughs> seeing a yellow lady walking down the street. It's gross. No. But they wash it off, right? It, it must take a no, long time. No, it does stain. It stains for a couple of days, so you're slightly yellow. What? It's surreal. I don't know. It's <laughs> like wearing your hair curlers now. Whoa. But it makes your skin not break out in pimples? Yeah, no, it's What's amazing. What's better, it's, having it's, pimples it's, or having a really yellow cleansing. face? <laughs> <laughs> I go yellow face actually. <laughs> yeah. It only lasts a couple of days, and they have amazing skin. So I think we should learn from them. Mm. No, I've heard that turmeric has all sorts of medicinal yep. properties. Yeah, it's really good for you. I, I never thought of it as a bomb of some sort. And it's good for your lungs, apparently. Maybe it'll show up at your takedown with the yellow face. Oh, wow! <laughs> I can't wait for you to come. To, and thank you for doing it, by the way. This sure. is such an experimental takedown. It was so cool when Kathy said she was going to potentially do it. I was super pumped. Yeah, well, I'm going to get some Heritage Foods uh, meat. I don't know. I'm thinking pork. 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 Super good idea. Is anybody else doing pork? I don't know. Hopefully. We'll see a couple. I want to see venison. I want to see pork, beef. I want to see a vegetarian. If any vegetarian is out there listening, please step forward with a vegetarian jerky. Think up something. There's got to be a way. I just want to see it happen. That has got to be a first. I don't know. I don't think it is. Because I see in the hippie stores, like, there, there's going to be there's something in, in bars that's been dehydrated. and uh, Something big. You need a big slab or, or else you're going to have to, co- you know, co- Well, I'm thinking know, mulch, it. mulch it. Mulch yeah. it. You mulch it and then you dry it. So it's like fruit yeah. leather. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, I didn't count that. Who knows if the, if the audience will. Everyone's going to be voting, but... I mean, there's a lot of things like, uh, you know, dried apricots, dried fruit, dried sun-dried tomatoes. Uh, that's jerky, sort of. That's I'm veggie jerky. Sure. Okay. There's no rules at this thing. There's okay. no rules. All right. If anybody else wants to make their own rules, it's it's completely up to them. But uh, I have no rules at this. Whatever uh, people bring is dope. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, please come and join and see as well. Um, next Sunday at the Bell House, check out ChiliTakedown.com. And also check out womenseducationproject.org and see how you can help out with that bongra, disco, or whatever. (laughs) Give her lots of money. Thanks, guys. (laughs) I'll see you next week. I'm your host, Kathy. I'd like to thank Jack Inslee and the Controller Booth and everyone at Heritage Foods or Heritage Radio Network. Stand tall, you know I'm a